You never go before the beat. You gotta go on the beat drop. You gotta go on the beat drop. You got a great show for you lined up today. We talk about, I, you talk about the disaster that was last Sunday in the Bears game against the Browns and why Matt Nagy will be fired at the end of the year, no matter what happens this year. <laughs> he should have been fired at the end of the game. We uh, also talk about how it's um, Aaron Rodgers and Pitts um, in Roethlisberger's two polar opposites going in a different direction. And why it's always hard to see a quarterback go bad live in front of us. Yes. And then we also got to talk about the game. Most likely going to be the game of the year tonight. The return of Tom Brady. Did you see who's getting on Twitter? Tom on Twitter is always the so funniest thing. He's like the – the sa- I feel like he has some black people writing his Twitters. Cause it'd be so I, sassy. I so it'd be so sassy that it'd just be a little bit – he digs it. A little bit into you, and it never does anything. It'd be hilarious. The whole walking transition. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it. to be fair, NBC, did you see the commercial for NBC? Yeah. Where they had the Adele. <laughs> so hello from the other. I'm like, go ahead. So fucking stuff. I mean, to me, this this is gonna be the this is arguably gonna be the highest rated game, um, probably in the NFL this year, if not for at least past I want to say five years. I canceled it. Honestly, I mean, I don't blame you. I like right, right in through here. This is one because here's the thing: like, why this revenge game is so important is because this is like the first time you had a quarterback coach combination who won six Super Bowls, who went to nine of Super Bowls, yes. for them to break up so publicly, for Tom to go on win another Super Bowl, and for you to, uh, for you as the Patriots, kind of miss the playoffs, not really look the same. Now you draft a guy who you think is going to be the next Tom Brady and Matt Jones, and then you did you see the picture? Eh. Yeah. Did he threw like that? <laughs> like you know that now it's just like now it's like who really was responsible, right? Because this is because here's the thing, like with this matchup, this could be the only matchup we ever see with them, right? Like because I highly doubt they get to the Super Bowl this year. And unless Bill Belichick quits and goes to coach for like the Panthers or something like Which that, we're not, not right. We're not going to see this matchup ever again, right? Like this could be the one and only time we see who is really responsible for all of those Super Bowl wins, right? Was it Tom or was it Bill, right? And this makes this ever so slightly better because it's now you have to. It's it's no question on it, right? Like right. if Tom goes in there and and we all know Tom is the pettiest person in the entire world, right? Like. Like Rodney Harrison said it on the uh, Dan Patrick um, podcast the other day, Tom Brady's a goon. 
Yeah. Like Tom Brady comes off as you know the guy who's gonna you know motivate and kind of you know kind of stuff. Tom Brady's a goon. Like it's like I didn't understand when because remember when he was on the shop talk? Yeah. About well, I can't believe that they didn't. You know what I'm saying about? Oh, Tom Brady. Listen, Tom Brady is a goon. Tom Brady is the dude who if you don't pick him first, he's going to remember this this entire life, right? Like, yeah. you saw in a shot where he was talking about how he was, you know, how he used to hype up the, yeah. the one corner that was bad. He's like, I'm going to kill you when I get out yeah. on the field. That's Tom Brady. Like, people don't understand. Like, Tom Brady will do this on purpose because he does that, right? Like, and he does it because he wants to hype everyone up because he wants to prove that he is that dude. And for the longest time, he has had this chip on his shoulder. Even winning Super Bowls, he still has this chip on his shoulder where it's just like, nah, I still got something to prove. And it's a gift and a curse because like when you do, if you're not a Tom Brady level type of competitor who, you know, puts in the work to do, be able to have that, yeah. then you're just going to look petty when doing it. But like Tom Brady, can, he does put in the work for it. So he can, yeah. you know, kind of have that pettiness level to be there. And now it's just looking at Tom Brady against this game is going to be like, whew. If they do not stop him, Tom might Tom might try to throw for four hundred yards and five touchdowns. A lot of people say on he's purpose. gonna put fifty on the board. He might. I'm. I wouldn't be. Sh- I will tell you this right now. If they are up, if like the Bucks are up on the Patriots, I don't think Tom Brady will come out that game. I think Tom Brady will stay. Only way Tom Brady comes out that game is if he gets hurt. That's the only way Tom Brady comes out that game. Oh, he probably will. I mean. They haven't said it, but he said it, right? Because they like the Bill Belichick, uh, you know, the typical, well, you know, we're just going to go out there and play the game. You know, Tom's a great quarterback. He was great for our team this year, all those years. But, you know, we, we got a new quarterback, so we're going to focus on that. We're going to focus on stopping Tom Brady. It, but you have to, again, when a couple comes to Belichick, you got to read between the lines. When he says we got to focus on stopping Tom Brady and that offense, they mean, yeah, that means we're going to try to knock his head off, right? Like, we got to try to knock the lights out. Because the thing is, Whenever it comes to like quarterback duels, when it comes to like quarterback duels, it's never the same because the quarterbacks aren't on the field. So it's never been like Tom Brady versus Peyton Manning when Peyton, where they were both on the field right. at the same time. Whenever, but this is going to be interesting because this is the true chess match, right? Because you have a guy in Bill Belichick who knows Tom Brady probably better than any coach ever, right? Yeah. And you have Bill, and you have uh, Tom Brady who knows Bill's systems better than anyone else. He seen him in practices you've been setting with him in coaching sessions he's setting them with play when uh setting up plays for the playbook yeah so it's going to come down to who can make the first mistake right and i feel like if you can make uh tom brady which is going to be i know it sounds weird if you can make tom brady make a mistake which if anyone can it will be bill belichick right like he is a very defensive oriented coach right like so he can scheme up something to kind of sort of get tom brady off his spot but if you're tom brady it's can you fix it through right because now like i said tom brady because also rob gronkowski is out for the game so that makes it a little bit more interesting because now it's just like you don't really have your favorite target right you still have guys in mike and uh mike evans chris godwin you know ronald jones you have you know leonard fournette you have offensive weapons and this is probably again one of the best offenses that tom brady has ever had so that might throw bill belichick because he's never seen tom brady with a prolific offense right like he's never had like a prolific offense with tom brady except for that one year where he had randy moss imagine that the one year you go get a black receiver you you know you guys go undefeated uh yeah you guys go get uh you guys go get the black receiver you guys go undefeated instead of getting the bargain bin you know white receivers but yeah this is going to be the first time where like we see who really was responsible for it, right? Like, because now, like I said, it's going to be 
a matchup nightmare for Bill Belichick because, like I said, Bill Belichick knows Tom Brady better than anyone, but he also knows, hey, can I make this guy make a mistake? It's going to really come down to, I taught you everything you know, but I didn't teach you everything I know. So it's going to come down to that. That's going to be interesting. You know, see, what I'm waiting for is if we see any adjustments in the system. Because even last year, I mean, I think he, I think of any game. Yeah, I, but I think of if any game, this is the game where they're going to come in and adjust the system. Like I, I, I can't see. But thoroughly enough, where time can be like okay. And that's the thing is that yeah, and that's my thing is just like, is it going to be well enough for, um, to trick Tom Brady, right? Like a guy you you know again. In some cases, a guy who's been on that team and who knows still players have been on that team, right? Like so you know. They're player weaknesses. You know what you can do to kind of get them off the spot. You know certain things that kind of irk them enough that they'll be more focused on hitting you than versus, you know, getting the first down or stopping them from getting the first down or stopping them to get a touchdown. So it's going to be, like, little things like that. And it's also because this defense is young, too, right? Like, this defense is young. And the things that they want to do with that defense, I don't know if they can just yet because Bill Belichick still has to do it, right? Like, you still have Dante Hightower in there, so you'll still have, like, a guy in there that can still kind of sort of move him around, but it's still going to come down to can we move it around enough to trick Tom Brady? And I don't know if they can do that just yet. still so young in the season. Right, and that's what what makes it even worse. Like, if this this matchup was kind of later in the season where that defense kind of had time to gel together – Maybe, and then maybe, like I said, this is the, you know, kind of sort of deeper in game season. But this one with it being so young with Tom, especially Tom coming off a loss like he did last week against the Rams, who might be the best team in football. I'm sorry. This might be a different type of uh, game for Tom because Tom's going to come in breathing fire. Also, by the way, someone said, also, by the way, if you boo Tom Brady and you, uh, if you uh, boo Tom Brady and Patriot fans, get out. Like that's always been the weirdest thing to me when like people, when people uh, move on from another team and then they come back and the first thing and your first reaction is you boo them like the first out. Now well, I mean now came back and that was like, well, well I mean to be you fair to Cleveland, to Cleveland yeah. I mean we left Cleveland. I mean, <laughs> I'm like Joe Keen Noah. We didn't knew Mike go? when he came back with the wizard. But it's Mike. I mean, okay. to be fair, he, you know, even Mike was like, "Why did I come back?" I know. <laughs> why did I come back. I could say. I could say. <coughs> Mike was just trying to come back and make a little bit more money. Mike was just like, ah. Then he no, realized but, I got to come back to Cle- I got to come back to Washington. Well, I mean, it's Washington. You know. I mean, no, I mean, it was his team though. Yeah. So I was like, well, I got to help the win somehow. Y'all suck. Let me just strap up. I can make some money on this. That's literally what he said. He said, "You people suck." Yeah. The Wizards, not the people in Washington. Love y'all. Howard Homecoming, you know, it's always great. Love y'all. <laughs> well, on certain sides of DC, you do hear that. I know. I, I saw all Dave Chappelle specials. <laughs> I no. understand. Yo, again, people think that's a joke. I know people think that's a joke, but I promise you, when you go to DC, it's literally two is two Americas. Cause you got the DC that everybody know, you know, the Washington yeah. and you know, the presidential side, you literally go through the tunnel and you on DC. So then you see a baby selling crack. Right, yeah. Two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. It's no, but ridiculous. it's hilarious. But no, but yeah, no, this is going to be, this is arguably, like I said, this is going to be the game. And like, 
they put it on prime time, and I wouldn't be shocked if this is the most watched game in like the last five years of the NFL. Do you see a different outcome game eight? This was game eight. eight. It'd be a little bit different outcome. I think, again, I think I'd probably have the Patriots a little, not winning, but still have them a little bit more competitive. Because I I see this being competitive for like the first, no, like the first quarter, like first, you know, first quarter, then like probably into that second half of the second quarter. It might start going to Tampa Bay Buccaneers way just because I feel like, like I said, if they can't stop them repeatedly, it's going to be hard for them to stop them uh, all game, and then it's going to just going to start the avalanche after a while. Now I mentioned another question mm-hmm. from a football rating standard. Mm-hmm. Do you think that they kind of effed up a little bit? That they kind of dropped the ball a little bit? No, they know that this is going to be the most high rated. Well, you well you want to well here's the thing right like you want to have it. Cause you never know what happens in a season, right? Like you never know if Tom gets hurt, right. somebody gets hurt, then this game's not as great. You never know what's going to happen. So game four seems right to you. Game four seems right again, because especially with everything with you know with the COVID situations, uh-uh. yeah, with the COVID situations, with the Delta variant, with anything, everything like that, you never know what could happen. So you don't want to have have this opportunity and then kind of have it, you know. Tilt her off, and then next thing you know, well, we can't have fans in the stadium. Well, we can't have, we only have a minimum amount of fans in the stadium. So you never want to do that. So week four seems right. I mean, again, it's, it's probably the, again, it's the most matchup everybody's been looking forward to. It's the, it's the one game like everyone's had circled on the calendar. So, so I'll be at a bar. I'll, (laughs) Jack, there it is. Yeah, there we go. My diet, though. The sugar in the jack is going to nullify the diet in the Coke. I, uh, I get less drunk off the uh-huh. diet. I do two diet jacks and then I go straight for the meats. Nah, that's fair. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So, oh, by the way, uh, I think we're up 14 to 7. I think we're up 14 to nothing because Justin Field just threw a 64-yard touchdown. Are we now? Amazing what happens when you actually, you know, coach him right. We well, might as well. What happens when we don't have Nagy on that? Well, yeah, because I don't think Nagy's called the plays. Like they try to keep, they try to play it close to the vest and be like, we don't know who's gonna call the plays, but it, you know we're gonna keep that. To, it, no, it wasn't no, Nagy. No. It was not Nagy. No, we know. Because let's just talk about that debacle of a game last Sunday. Like and we and I came up here and I said Justin Fields does not have to be great, just has to be you know serviceable. And then they decided to. I know they decided that, you know what we're going to do? We're not going to have, you know, max protection on Justin Fields. He's a rookie quarterback making his first start. Let's just decide to throw the entire playbook at him. Oh, by the way, you got Javion Clowney, Miles Garrett, and the rest of that Browns defense that's not even that really good, by the way, to go block. And, oh, yeah, we're going to keep – they're going to blitz and have Miles Garrett go against Cole Komet one-on-one. Matt Nagy is going to be fired at the end of the season no matter what happens. I see it happening. I wouldn't be. I would not be shocked if Matt Nagy is not if, if Matt Nagy is not fired by the end by the in the middle of the season yeah. after that. But dear Lord, that was terrible. Because yeah. you don't max protect for this rookie. You have him set up against five. You you only time you go seven protection personnel is one time. You have no no quarterback design runs. You really don't call play action pass. You have him drop back fifty times. 
this is why we say Matt Nagy is a bad quarterback coach. Is a coach we don't. I'm amazed. I mean, the reason why Trubisky got after the bad. Bro, uh, again, someone brought this up to me, and I kind of have to agree. Mitchell Trubisky took this team to the playoffs twice. Yeah. And we see what happened when they took him out, and their <laughs> offense was terrible. We might owe Mitch an apology. Because this off, he was but a. But they were saying that then, though, too, though. But, I, at, but at the time, I was just like, eh, I don't know. It might have been because, you know, he still kind of wasn't as great. It still was <laughs> a little bit more. And, you know, let's see how he does with Justin, you know, better, you know, a little bit. The thing with Mitch was, <laughs> Mitch still had, um, was questionable coming out of uh, North Carolina because he really only played one season. And the right. one season he played, it was very much an okay season. It wasn't. You know, terrible, but it wasn't I mean, great. It wasn't so it wasn't a lot of questions. And then you had the fact that you had um, Deshaun Watson going, you know, right there after coming off one of the best seasons in college football, uh, going against Alabama, and then not only going against Alabama, having a late fourth quarter drive to win a championship against them. So it's like you have that. So it was already like built up against Mitch, right? Right. Then when Mitch kind of sort of came out, he kind of, you know, had it for a while. And then Matt Nagy had came in and they had the real good season this first season, 12-4 and won the title, right? Won the North title. The problem was that no one, everyone was saying, can uh, Mitch take that next step? And it's not uh, Matt, Matt Nagy's fault. You know, they're trying to give him more stuff so they, they can't do it. And then when we finally see it against a team like the Browns, where he's like, you have everything set up. Mitch, I mean, the Browns aren't the best. You know, you have right. everything set up. But you don't set up, you don't set him up for fail. You fed up, you set him up for failure, not for success. Because you never call anything other than, hey, let's just keep having him drop back a few times. Let's have him drop back more and more. And then that defensive line was just dominating them. Yeah. All of us, it was just like they finished the game with nine sacks. Now, was it all Matt Nagy fault? No, some of it was Justin. But at the same time, people were saying like well Justin should have got the ball out here like dude the man was in his lap the moment he turned around no, you can't have you can't tell the guy like you got to get rid of the ball here when, the, when next thing you know the defensive line is literally right in front of me and you're trying to tell me to throw it right there they got, I, I, I can't say one thing the kid is strong yeah he took, he took, he took a lot of he took a lot at least two of my seniors he took everything I was just like bro I'm proud of you Cause it would have been times I'm just like Coach cool me out, but then again we had Nick Foles in there. I was like, yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. No, but at the same time, though, what I can say is these press conferences. Oh yes, because now because everybody because now everybody got looking like I love press conferences because like everybody's trying to put blame on somebody but not put blame on somebody. It's so passive. It's like, I mean, it's kind of my fault, but it's also not my fault. Yeah, and then yeah, some yeah. people want to be like, you can't really blame Justin on it, but, you, you know, we got to make a better decision, but it was our fault, too. Yeah. It's just like, no, like, just admit, like, y'all y'all was terrible. Y'all didn't call, did not call a great claim plan yeah. for that. That's okay. It's okay. Just come back and do better. But, the, but again, the reason why I think Matt Nagy is going to get fired is because he never made, like I said, coaches never, okay, cool, let me make an adjustment here and let me try to do it better, right? Like, and... He made, he's making the adjustment now in the game, which is fine, right? Like, he's doing, he went more max protection. He started to do more play action pass. He started to do more runs with uh, David Montgomery, who leads the NFC in rush yards right yeah. now. And that's fine, but it's just, the problem I fear is that Matt Nagy will do this for a week, will do this for two weeks, and then he'll go back to, okay, cool, he's had two, three weeks in my system, he should figure out how to do it now, and then go back and try to give him the whole playbook, where it's just like, ugh, 
I don't think you should do that. I really think you should keep it like this or at the very least keep it minimum so that way you can get just in time to adjust and then try to slowly but surely lead him into the offense. Instead, you guys try to bleed, throw too much at him at front time and then it's just like, you know that offensive line is bad. Right. You know that offensive line is not growing, is not gelling well. So instead of having him drop back all those times, run the ball more, take some pressure off of him, have him worried about, okay, I got to respect the run, and then that opens stuff up. Like, who's the, uh, who's the assistant coach? Uh, so, Phil, so Phil Laser is the uh, assistant offensive coach, right? Like, he's like the assistant coach and the offensive coordinator. Right. And when Matt Nagy, you know, stepped down, uh, not so much stepped down, but took the let the play call and go and gave it to Phil Laser, they were, they were still fine. They were in the middle of the pack type of offense when they let it go, but it was still a little bit better. And then it was just, but it's just, honestly, I don't see that happening. That's why I really think Matt Nagy is going to end up being gone this season because it's just, you've shown that you cannot, you don't know how to adjust. You don't know how to turn it around. It's just like. Those plays are eight graders. <laughs> right. Like everybody was just like, bruh, what are you doing? And that's why I said like, and you just, honestly, you want, like, you want to get Matt Nagy out of there just because you need him out of there because you need to make sure Justin grows properly, right? Like if Justin doesn't grow properly if Justin ends up being like stuck in this offense more than he should right like he will get labeled a bust and that's not going to be fair to Justin because he's still a very good talented quarterback it's just when you late when you keep him in this offense that he is in that's not going to work for him then yeah eventually it's going to happen right like Justin you know he has a rookie contract correct yeah I mean he that's literally year, he, right Oh no 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 no! Rookie car, rookie contracts normally go for about four years with the fifth year option. Uh, Five, I mean. Yeah, so you well, so the rookie contract is four years. You get the fifth year option if they want to bring you in. So this is kind of how they do it for a lot of teams now, right? Like they draft a rookie, build the defense around him to try to kind of, you know, get going, win a Super Bowl with a decent defense, and just keep him there, and then you know, kind of sort of see where you go from there. But the thing is, they. They tried that with Mitch and it almost worked. Yeah. And then they realized, and then they were just like, Mitch kind of got scapegoated a little bit as we've seen because now it's just like, mm. we see that Matt Nagy probably wasn't the best coach for it. So now we kind of, now we got to figure out if we let Matt Nagy go, what do we do? Because the last thing we want to do is, because what you don't want to do is you don't want to keep constantly changing in the systems for a young quarterback. Because once he figure out, like once he figures out one system, you don't want to switch it out. Now you have to try to do another I mean, you system. You want him to feel comfortable. Uh, That's why I say, like you got to fire him now. And it's just like if you fire him now, if you fire him now, you can at least, because Justin's a rookie, right? Like you fire him now, you fire him this season. You have time to be like, okay, cool. That was one offense. Here's another one, and I can still learn from it because I still have time to grow in it. Versus firing him, versus like trying to you know stretch it out one more year having them in the system and then it still repeats the same steps right again the definition of insanity right. is repeating the same results it's a pre repeating the same steps different results right yeah expecting different results that's what i meant to say yeah <laughs> but if you you know fire Matt Nagy, get we're rid of him find an offensive coordinator that can work with justin get a quarterback coach that can work with justin and then figure it out because again i've always said this a head coach should not just be an offensive coordinator Right, like majority of the teams who do well hire guys who are defensive minded coaches and they'd be like, Hey, I'll worry about the entire team. Here's an offensive coordinator that can just worry about the uh worry about 
offense, right. worry about the quarterback, and then I can worry about the whole team and not instead of trying to be like, I'm the offensive guru head coach and I know how to do this. That's how they end up not working so many times. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Probably won't happen, but uh, let's do a hypothetical. Where we keep Nagy for another year. Uh, if you are filled, how mm-hmm. long until you request a well, it's hard because most rookies don't know. have the. No, I know. no, I'm talking about not right now. Uh, it's in the, you know in the four years. Depends. It depends. Like if Matt Nagy, I, Matt Nagy is gonna be stubborn. So if they do stick it out for one more year and be like, well, we gonna give him one more time. Like if, if like they decide like, hey, we see this is working now with Justin. We're gonna try keeping Matt Nagy in there, and it starts to go back to what it was because I feel like. The thing why Matt Nagy can is continuing to do this is because no one's checking him. Yeah. Right. There's no one to check him. Right. Like he's essentially just there and like, hey, I'm, you know, what's somebody gonna do? Who's gonna check me? Right. Probably, I want to say maybe it, it doesn't even have to be like you can be like year four, uh, year three, and be like, I'm just not gonna sign up for if your contract. I'm just gonna go in the in the, um free agency. I'm just gonna go free agency. Uh, either you can cut me. Or you can cut him. And I feel like I've always said this, and I've always said this before. They are more willing to fire a head coach than they are to let go of a quarterback they drafted high on. Like, they will always fire a head coach quickly, right? Like, before they cut uh, a quarterback. You drafted six? Yeah, you know, drafted 11. They traded up because they weren't even in the first round. So they traded up to go get him. So it's just like, ugh. Well, again, it's just if I am the Bears and I now you see what everybody else is seeing. I feel like everybody else is saying, guys, it's Matt Nagy. No, I don't think it's Matt Nagy. I think it's just, you know, we had the wrong quarterback in Mitch. Guys, it's Matt Nagy. Eh, I don't know. Maybe it was just our offensive line. Guys, it's Matt Nagy. Now people are finally seeing, like, okay, it might be Matt Nagy. So. How many losses, I mean, you know, does that take? Obviously, I don't know. Right? Like, but, and then I think here's the worst thing though, because Matt Nagy has been to two playoffs in his four in his four years here, yeah. right? Like, and arguably, if one of those playoff games it wasn't for a dunk off the uh, field goal, he might have actually even got a deep playoff run, which would have been might have been even worse because now people would have been like, oh, you know, now Matt Nagy. Well, you know, if it wasn't for this, he, if he wasn't for you know Mitch, he probably would have went further. It's just like. Ugh. Which is in the turn. I'm kind of glad that we ended up did losing that because now we can see that Matt Nagy was a terrible quarterback. Right. So now, see, this is why. See, this is why I love it. See, this is why I love God. He does things for reasons. Why? So he miss. He makes us miss the field goal to save us from a further having Matt Nagy as our quarterback. This is why I love the Lord. See, the Lord works in mysterious ways. I just. I this this play start take this play take me to the king you know it's the ratchet girl's favorite uh, church song. Take me to the king. king. I don't got much to bring. That is a good song though. It is. I can't say <laughs> what's left to do. <laughs> yeah, but no, but yeah, no. uh, it's hard because that nigga has been too. Into two playoff games, but both well, the, and the last playoff game, which is a terrible loss to they shouldn't have been even in the playoffs. But no, I, I think this is the last season for Matt Nagy. If he makes it to the bye, I'll be shot prize. 
I hate you. <laughs> but if he, but no, but I'd be shocked if he does make it to the buy at the most. I feel like he'll, they won't make it to the buy. He'll be out, Phil with the interim head coach, and they can go from there, right? It, 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 it would not shock me if Matt Nagy is gone because I just don't think, I just don't see him keeping his job after the performance he did, even if, you know, people are saying, like, well, what if he wins the Super Bowl? He'll still be gone. Step down, or do you go? Oh, no, he's gonna get fired. He's no, gonna get fired. No, what, what I mean, step down is do you try to uh, fix up your system, or do you go out swinging? Well, he's got it. Well, of course, he got Well, now he has to fix it because he was on it was national television. He was so bad. Everybody was saying, like, you were terrible at what you were doing. So, of course, he had to fix it up then. He fixed it up now. So, yeah, it'll be fine. He's talking about fixing up and staying with the program. No. So you go out swinging with your own ignorance. Yeah, I mean, if you can go down, might as well go down swinging, right? Just go down swinging, so. But no. Yeah, you do. But no, but you go down swinging, go down swinging, right? Like, you, yeah. you go out, hey, it's whatever. Because I think the problem is, like, it's going to be weird because, as I said before, no one knows they're in a rebuild until you're out of the rebuild mode, yeah, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. so right now, the team that they have, like, the defense is was started at like a championship level defenses but slowly but surely starting to get older right like that defense is not the same right like and a lot of their contracts are coming up so this is the perfect time just to start the rebuild now like this i mean they still showing glimpses they still show glimpses of like the defense that we yeah, know I'm gonna let you say that. but it's still it's not what it was when it was in uh 18 where they were like the number one defense, they were running over everybody. right? They were running over everybody. They had you know number one in takeaways, number one in sacks, and number one quarterback pressures. Um, but it's not the same anymore because that defense is getting older now. Yeah. And like when you have a guy in Khalil Mack, you have I know people were upset about trading him. I was just like, I mean, it's not a bad idea. Right, right. You trade him now, get some first round picks. You look to see what you can do. Try to get that contract off of you so you can afford to go get a younger, you know, starting build that defense because that secondary is the weak is the weak link of that defense right now. Honestly. Like that secondary is the weak link right now, so you need to find a way to either get somebody you can, you know, link up with them and then build around, right? Like build okay. around like Eddie, build around you know guys like Roquan. But you have okay. key factors there. It's just trying to hold on to it is going to be hard for a while because a lot of people are seeing it's like it's not the same anymore. So. Are you looking at me like that? No, I'm actually listening to what you're saying. <laughs> but I so you say you don't listen to what I say all the time? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> no, I had a question on my mind, but then I listened to what you're saying. I think you answered because I was going to ask you, who do you get? It's, I mean, I don't know who you can get. Uh, again, it's one of those things where... Who would be the ideal pick? I mean, you, right now you need, a, you need a second corner for Jalen Johnson. Like, Jalen Johnson is... is one of the better cornerbacks in the league right now. I think he's underrated yeah. just because he's in the secondary where it's like you get shredded a lot. So you need uh, you need like a second corner that can kind of be, you know, that can kind of play off of him together. I'm not sure who you can go get because I, they don't, I don't have a free agency list yet. So I don't know who's going to be available. Oh, I thought you had it already. No, it's because it's so weird. Like you don't really look at the free agency list now. Well, I thought you, you know, uh, you know make a call. Make some, call. Make, some, make some calls. Make some calls, yeah. But no, but you, you again, it's just people don't want it because people don't want to hear about a rebuild until, like, they're out of the rebuild, right? Like, it's just, like, 
when anytime someone drafts a rookie quarterback that high, right, like it's known for a rebuild moment. Right. So you have to ex- either accept it and just be like, hey, you know what, it is what it is, and just move on. So right now it's just if do I trade away Khalil Mack? No, I kind of let him play that contract out, but I do try to find some ways to get people around, you know, around him, Roquan, Eddie. Jalen Johnson, guys like that, something that can complement them and they can end up working together. Because right now, like I said, the defense is still arguably a championship level defense. Don't get me wrong, but it's still eventually it's going to start like we saw in the Cleveland Browns game. If that offense cannot keep up with that, eventually it's going to fall and eventually they're going to give up some points because they because they keep on the field too long. So hopefully it's just. have that much time left. I mean, if they fire McNaggy, they might as well. Because it, it, if, unless they go, I'm not sure who they can get, though. Like, because they're going to, if they go fire McNaggy, they're not going to go get, um like, a guy out of college and coach. No, like, they are going to try to get somebody a little bit higher up. They're going to try to find somebody who can actually, you know, coach up Justin Fields, right? Like, you need to find something like that. You need a loving Smith back? I mean, they probably should because, again, I just want to say, if you noticed, ever since Lovey left, the Bears really ain't been the same. <laughs> like, they fired Lovey when he was doing well. Next thing you know, oh, yeah, we got a new coach and everything. And then it just went down the drain from there. But I don't think Love. I don't think Lovey, I don't mean you can go and get Lovey. I don't think no, it would be the same. Like, similar to yeah, I mean, you need a similar, you need a coach similar, somebody like that who you know who has a respect of the locker room. You got to get somebody like that. So it's just, it's hard to see who you can think, who I think of off the top of my head who could go get it. But it's just one of those things where you have to look around. Like maybe get, like, oh, eh, I feel like it's too soon for that. I was gonna say Randall L, but I think it's too soon for him. I think he's just like he's just kind of starting getting his coaching feet in uh, Detroit. Yeah, maybe maybe you get an Anthony Lynn to come back and do it because I feel like they kind of, especially in uh, the uh, Los Angeles, they kind of cheated him. Yeah. Like they never really like they do that a lot with black coaches is they'll get like the rookie quarter they'll get the quarterback of the future, then like they'll have the bad years and then all of a sudden they'll you know they get good and then they and fire him. Exactly, and they fire him. Kind of like you know what they did with Tampa and uh, Tony, yeah. where they he where like they were good, they were building up and they were right there at that Super Bowl. Then they fire them and then the next two years they end up winning Super Bowl. They did it to the Lions. That's why the Lions will never to me never do anything good because they fired Jim Caldwell when they were, when they were, they get to the playoffs. They're finally like a competitive team and they they fire Jim Caldwell after by the way going uh, nine and seven. They fire him, go get the dude Matt Patricia out of uh, New England because you know, the Belichick tree has always worked well. And then all of a sudden they never make another playoff game and then they fire him uh three seasons in yeah they always do that and it's always hilarious to watch them fail so yeah uh well it's always fun to watch the lions fail anyway so you ain't got no sound effects today yeah just do the gunshots it's detroit it'd be the same thing just do the gunshots it's detroit i get tired of my own stuff i get too complacent yeah, you gotta make some new ones. That's all you gotta do. Yeah, but with Detroit though, they compliments it well, if anything. Exactly. But yeah, but no, it, 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 Matt, I, like I said, if Matt Nagy survives to the bye season, 
I'll be, I mean, bye week, I'll be shocked, but he won't make it to the end of the season. Like, he won't make it next season as the Bears, yeah. And which would be interesting because then if he gets fired, I don't know what they're going to do with Ryan Pace because Ryan Pace is look. Ryan Pace would be looking at, oh, Lord, I might be next. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah. You know what time it is. You do. Now, all I want to know is I have a question to ask you. All right. And I wrote down this one thing. I'm proud of you. (laughs) I often forget. So, how do you feel about the, uh, about... My guy. Ah. 35 seconds on the clock. I said it when they scored the touchdown. Too much time on the clock. Too much time on the clock. And Aaron did what he did. Aaron did what he did. I appreciate it. Listen, I appreciate what he did. Because now, it kept me undefeated in my money league. Yeah. It kept me undefeated. Because I needed... Devontae Adams to catch one more pass oh, so I could get the points to win the game. So I appreciate Aaron Rodgers for doing what he you does best. You appreciate him for being a GOAT. That's what you appreciate. He is the GOAT. I've never not said he was not the GOAT. All I said was nah, he, just wanted, he just want to play Jeopardy. He just want to be Jeopardy. That's all. He want to be the host of Jeopardy. He want to be in a State Farm commercial? Exactly. He just want to be in a State Farm commercial. He listen. He didn't already grew out his hair. Listen. Anytime you grow out your hair, you do the long, the long hair, the long slick back hair phase. Is you trying to get, you trying to quit? He just won. He listen. He won. He P- ain't done it yet, but once he gets to that hippie look, it's all over. Yeah, he just won PBR away from this. You know, like, hey guys, I got my, uh, I got my homegrown beer in my backyard. I, uh, <laughs> I grow own peppers. I, I, <laughs> I wear, you know, I just walk the flip flops everywhere, you know. But no, but here's the thing. Here's the funny thing because I talked about because I wanted to talk about this because you're playing Pittsburgh today and Pittsburgh, <laughs> as we are seeing. Oh, by the way, I'm sorry, Captain, but your Pittsburgh Steelers. Who boy, they starting to they starting to get a little funky. They are. Bro, Listen. I agree with you. <laughs> But uh, no, because it's and this is why the, the game they're about to play is very interesting because it's two older quarterbacks on the polar opposite, right? Like you still see Aaron Rodgers still has the capability of being like a franchise level quarterback who can still take a team to the playoffs and further. Yeah. And right now you look at Pittsburgh, they, I think their stubbornness to draft a quarterback because they wanted to give Ben like the opportunity to go out gracefully yeah. is coming to bite them in the back, right? Like the thing is like and. The way the Packers did it, I will always say, kind of was a slap to Aaron Rodgers, right? You don't draft, like you draft, you always want to draft for your future, right? That's fine, right? Like everyone knows, especially when they started. Early though? Well, well, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is just like his like 38th lead year, right? Like you you know your time is coming, right? And you at least go to him and be like, hey, we're going to draft this kid. And we're not saying that he's going to start right away, but what we're going to do is he's going to draft him. He's going to go to the future. Right? right, and that's what I'm saying. And like Pittsburgh kind of didn't want to do that with Ben. They just wanted to be like they restructured his contract to give him less money so they can go sign some people. But the issue is now you see Ben is not the same Ben, right? Like ever since that shoulder injury in uh, 18, he has not really been the same Ben Roethlisberger, right? Yeah. He doesn't really have the arm strength that he has anymore and he doesn't have the mobility that he used to have anymore either. Like you can see it, he's slowing down. And that's going to hinder your team because in the in this draft year, we had some top quarterbacks go, right? Like, you had some top quarterbacks go. And I know a lot of people are kind of down on them a little bit, this quarterback class. But, again, give it time, right? Like, you have guy, you have 
Trevor Lawrence with the Jacksonville, who's lost more, by the way, than he has in his entire career. <laughs> you got um, Zach. You got Zach Wilson with the Jets, who I thought if anybody could turn it around, it'd be Zach Wilson. And boy, Zach Wilson has proven me that the Jets are just terrible, no matter what. <laughs> Ain't no fixing the Jets. Ain't no fixing the Jets. Yeah, I'm sorry. It never will. Because you can see when uh, Sam Darnold left and went to Carolina, all of a sudden he could throw the ball. Oh my goodness, he can yeah, do all yeah. these things. This must have been the Jets. The Jets but it's just. Right, but it's just now you look at Pittsburgh and it's like they're slowing down, right? Because they're a bit older, right? Like they started out 11 and 0, but again, that was like arguably one of the worst 11 0 teams that to start. Then they drop five of their last six. They get to the playoffs, and dear lord, that playoff game. That, if that playoff game was the signal to be like, yeah, Ben might not be the same Ben Roethlisberger yeah, anymore, because yeah. he looked horrible. That was just tasty. And it, it was, and like, and you can see Ben is starting to slowly come towards the end. And it's always weird to see like a guy who used to do it at a top level come to the end, right? Like, you've seen it with, you know, again, with. Frank Sinatra when he's lost his voice, right? Like you see it all the time with sports stars who come to the end of their career and they don't want to admit that it's coming to an end. Chris Paul. Chris Paul. Right? They don't want to admit it's coming to an end until it's too late, until they literally had to be told, come off the field, you're done. So if uh so now it's looking, it's hilarious to see the two dynamics for this quarterback matchup, right? Like you have Ben Roethlisberger, who if I would be shocked if he's not benched by the time the season, like mid season, right? If it looks like that they are going to make to the playoffs, I wouldn't be shocked that he gets like, okay, we got to call you in. Then it's time, it's time to settle. It's time to set this down. It's time to uh, rest these old bones down. Like, cause he he doesn't have the mobility he has. He can't throw. How old the, is he? Like forty two. Yeah. He like he doesn't have uh, almost. He's forty two and like, cause he well he drinks like he's thirty. So he drank like he was thirty when he was you know twenty five in the league. So. You know, it's time. It's going time to set that thing down because again, the same thing. And it's so weird because when you talk about championship level defenses, the Steelers have a championship level defense. It's right now they have the quarterback that's holding them back. Yeah. Like they have a good offense, and when Juju wants to play, you know they have an offensive line that's kind of still in the you know weeds a little bit, but still kind of coming together. Right. And then they have a young running back, but it's just that Ben is kind of the. You run the ball. Exactly, but Ben is just again right now the one thing holding them back, sort of. So, but hey, the Aaron Rodgers. Huh? I said the old man needs the. He does. It, it's so weird because you know it's all it's hard because you don't want to because you know you a guy that brought you two Super Bowls, a guy that's you know taking you to the playoffs multiple times, uh, AFC North championship most of uh, majority of the times. Again, who's sat through coaching changes only really had two coaching changes and those coaching changes have been like 14 years apart yeah but isn't like, that up to him at that point to be like sometimes you can't I sometimes it's hard you can't leave it up to because with a when it's a player it's always going to be like i i can play through it uh you know what i'm just having a bad day you know i can play through it sometimes it comes down to like an office and a coach where it's just like it might be time for you to go. Like it may, it, we like we're not gonna like force you. We're not gonna be like we're gonna cut you and disrespect. Like right, because you don't want to disrespect a guy right. that you know did all of these things for your franchise. But it, all at the same time, it's just like you have to look towards the future. And eventually, it's just like it may be time for you to go. So it's gonna be it's one of those conversations where it's like hard for you to have with your guy. But it's one of those conversations where 
he will respect and understand. Like, and you could just put on a film for him and be like, listen, yeah, you're not the same. It's hard, right? It's always hard for players for who used to, who always played at the top level to be like, okay, man, it might be time for me to go. Like, not too many players are gonna be like respectfully just gonna be like, yeah, I'm not the same level of guy that I used to be. It's hard for them to admit it. It, it it's a little bit of an ego thing. It's a little bit of like. And maybe if I, you know, I just got to get back in the gym. I just got to work out. Know, this but is the like, signs are there to see. Yeah. So, again, the signs are there. It's just like, are you going to pay attention to them? That's the issue. So. I mean, if the money is right, then. But he took a pay cut. So it's not about the money to him. He took a pay I cut. I feel like he's getting paid too much. I mean, yeah, he is getting paid too much. It's, but it's just. This is the last two games I've seen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, they overpaying him. But yeah. no, but yeah. And then, and then you got Aaron Rodgers on the other side who's still, who's like, he wants to leave. People think he sucks, but then he real. Then people realize, oh no, he's still pretty good. Yeah, he's still pretty good. You know what I think what motivated him? Everybody was saying, including you. What everybody was saying uh, <laughs> uh, for the first game. He heard this show. I sent him this show. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's a new show. Yeah. Thank he you, Aaron. Disappointed in you. And then you know what? He cut out a little thing of you like this. <laughs> <laughs> Say just throwing it at me. Yeah, just like Hank Hill did in, in freaking King of the Hill. He cut you out. And he Probably. put a big, a big hole in your mouth. Just shut your pie hole. He got you. <coughs> so that's why he's been so elite. Hey, I'm happy. Hey, I'm happy that I motivated Aaron Rodgers to play good. All I care about is get the ball to 17 more. Just get the ball to 17 more. Honestly. <laughs> he literally, uh, bro, I promise you, he threw that ball. He was like, all right, Devontae Adams, I'm down there somewhere. Yeah. He just threw it up. He down there somewhere. And he caught it. I mean, he, he caught it. Yeah. But no, but yeah, no, it's just, it's funny because people thought that, people thought what was going to happen was the reverse, that Aaron Rodgers wasn't going to be the same. He was still going to be a little bit, you know, sluggish, sassy, sassy and he was going to be the same. But I think now people are realizing, oh, no, he's still going to be that dude. He's still that dude, so yeah. He's still that dude. It's sad that Devontae Adams isn't going to come back, though. Said this isn't like the last time they do this. That's the sad part. Yeah, it could it's be. It's the last dance, though, mother effer. It all depends on who. It all depends on who signed him. Right team signed him. You never know. Devontae Adams could listen. I'm telling you right now. They could be on the same team. They could do. They could pull the Miami Heat thing. You know, you one person signed. Then you try to, you know, okay. figure out how you can restructure it. Because I'm just saying, I'm going to be honest with you. If Devontae Adams signs with somebody, they're going to go try to go and grab Aaron Rodgers. Unless it's like Devontae Adams signs with somebody who already has, like, an established quarterback. There's no way they're going to go get Aaron Rodgers just for, like, a year or two. You think that they, yeah, but wherever he goes, it's got to be, like, a package it, I wouldn't say it has to be, like, a package that deal. It has to be, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I mean, I, I believe, like, Devontae will definitely try hard. Like he would definitely be like, well, you know, hey, you know, can you if you could, you know, you know, that he look at he go look at the budget list, he go look at the the money and be like, mm, you know what, I feel like if you can, you know, take this out, we won't, we really don't need this. Yeah, we can take this down and we, maybe we can get Aaron in here for this much money. You know, yeah. I'll, I'm gonna go talk to Aaron. I'm gonna see, you know, you know, you got when you the salesperson. I'm gonna go talk to my manager real quick, yeah, see yeah. if I can see if we can get this down so that way we can get it right in the price range for it. But I yeah, mean, no. Brady did it with Gronk. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So that's what I'm saying. So it, it, you get in. Once one person gets in, it's a little bit easier to get into the ear. Just like, well, yeah, you know, if you can figure it out, you can get it down. Because, again, I'm still saying I want Devontae Adams to go to Atlanta 
And then Atlanta will be happy to grab Aaron Rodgers because that would be a that would be a little move right there. Ooh, that'd be a fun. Just mostly just so I can see Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady two times a year. That would be a fun matchup. I think that's the one we all want to see. That would be a fun matchup, but yeah, no, it, it it will definitely end up being like Devontae Adams goes somewhere and tries to figure it out. Yeah, yeah. So, but it just like I said, it just has to be a, to a quarterback. Comb- it has to be like a quarterback offense that already doesn't have like a bad quarterback or something yeah. like that, so they can. Work it out. They can make the justify it, but this probably yeah, won't be the yeah. no, right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. This doesn't have to be the end of the uh, Devonte Adams to you know Aaron Rodgers, but it's just gonna eventually has to happen. Or you know he could just be his producer on Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> because you don't know what I'm gonna come with it, baby. Be what? off the top of the head. I'm off the top of the dome, baby. You know, I come in with no notes off the top of the dome every day. You know, the other, uh, shout out to Jero. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know he's probably listening. Shout out to Jero, <laughs> Hold Truth. Yep. Uh, he's asking about you. He wants to get some dirt on you. <laughs> what? That's what the topics he be talking about. It's okay. I'll be listen, he already talked about me when I said you I'll be speed talking through stuff. I'm like, yeah, we do. I can't help it. Let me go off the top of the dome, baby. That was me. That was me. Knock, knock. Doing too much. I am the one who knocks. He supposed to be. Oh, you, you ain't ever seen Breaking Bad? That's what I'm saying. Who you think he's supposed to be? I mean, you're not Brian Cranston. You look I at am me. the one that mm-hmm. knocks, Skyler. Hey, yo, Shorty was scared as hell. I would be too. Brian Cranston. Listen, listen. I still say, Brian Cranston was from like a weird, kind of weird family guy to like, oh, by the way, he is, <laughs> here I'm a drug kingpin. Yeah, but with the most effortless, I mean, transition, probably in television. Oh, yeah, because it was always it was always in him. He just had to get the opportunity to come out. I don't know, man. When he blew up that kid, I mean, listen, listen. I, mean, listen, I feel girl. like I feel like once Brian Cranston started, once, like, everything started, everybody was looking at, like, high school chemistry, uh, chemistry teachers a little weird, like. Yeah, definitely. What you make, you go you, you the lab too long, what you making over there? Nothing. I'm just doing a project. <laughs> Everybody, they were, they had to make sure to go through everybody's health records, make sure no one, no one had cancer. I had to make, make sure, sure all the beacons was there. And exactly, everything. all the beacons was there. Everything was good. Yeah, hey, uh, we're missing one in Mr. Thomas class. <laughs> uh, Mr. Simmons, we're missing. Mr. Simmons, where you at? <laughs> and, look, and, look, uh, and we're checking, you know, for cell phones. Exactly, we gotta check for, you know, check Making for everything. Sure cell phones are in there. Oh God. <laughs> Oh, speaking of Simmons, you saw the, you saw what Joel Embiid said he's, about Ben. He said he don't want to play with him. He's he didn't say that, but he said that. No, that's what he said. He didn't say that, but he said, he said that. Okay, so the quote technically was like, "We gave a lot of stuff up." Like I'm paraphrasing here. We gave up a lot of stuff for him, and then here's the quote where I knew he was just here. He was just throwing shots. We gave up Jimmy for you, and I feel like that was a mistake. I was like, "Ooh, that was a shot towards him." You know what I like? What's that? I do like that Doc Rivers is still keeping it sassy and passive at the same time. Oh, yeah, that's that old, that's that proviso he's in him. That's that West Side. Of, I know? do like that. Like, I can't really speak. Well, I mean, Doc's not going to be out there and say, like, yeah, I know, he's trash. Get him out of here. He, he can't say. He said, them niggas is trash. Well, that's the Clippers, you know. He said, no, he said, oh, at least, trash. At least Philly had a monocle of success. The Clippers really ain't never really done anything. But no, but it, it, 
that's the sign where it's it's over with. There's there's no way Ben you after once your once your superstar says that about your other superstar, nah, you're but done. Ben already said that he wasn't trying to come back. But but yeah, Ben said he wasn't coming back. Yeah, but you could always try to, to con- you can try to convince him to be like, you know, I get it. We're gonna we're gonna work. Just come back, right? You know, cause the same thing what they did with Aaron. Like, you know what? I get it. But just come back and we can figure it out. But no, after you said that, it's well, over with. Well, all the crap that they talked about him last year after the playoffs and no one really like defended him. At <laughs> yeah, <all. laughs> that was the sign when no when everybody was talking crap. He's like, yep. Yeah, but no, but like that, he just sat back and watched, and then no one defended him. Yeah, but that to me was definitely the sign because now it's just like it's over. Especially when you say we traded Jimmy for you, and that was a mistake. I was like, ooh, because do you think they would have won if Jimmy would have stayed there? I don't think so either. I don't think so. But maybe you know, maybe go up for the dunk instead of just passing it off. He, but I don't, and it's so weird. It's so weird. Like I have never met a pa- more passive superstar. Like people say, LeBron's passive and he doesn't do. You know, Bron is passive, but, Bron, thing, but when he wants to go, he'll go. go. But Bron's is smart passive, right? Like he knows. Okay, I'm gonna go in a hole. There's, you know, I can probably get an and one, but oh, Ray Allen's over there. Let me throw him, and he gets the three a little bit easier than me, right? Like Bron is a smart passive. Like Ben was just passive, being passive. Like, eh, I don't really feel like doing it. Like, I feel like Ben was just like, again, Ben was always the star on every place he went. And then when he became, when he went to Philly and he never really was like, and people were really looking at him not being the star. It kind of been like, okay, now I don't want to do this anymore. I need to be the star. It's just like, it's so weird. It's so weird seeing him just passive. And then like, he always like, he keep posting the uh, videos of him working out. I'm like, bruh, chill. Yeah, I'm getting back in the gym now. Chill. Like, I love when superstars are always, I love when like people. He said, yo, I'm back with my old I'm back coach. With my old coach. I'm I ass. love when like people who are like all of a sudden like, oh yeah, let me be a little bit, you know, let me show everybody how I'm working. Yeah. Right? Let me show it out. Like, nah, you it is not the same, bruh. But it was But like, that was embarrassing. It was embarrassing. Off a playoff P. <laughs> yeah, I'm back, baby. Pandemic P. Yeah, I'm back with my old coach. I, I found that so freaking I love when, like, I love, like, again, playoff P, pandemic P. Like, bro, you didn't do anything in either one of those times. If it was the Pacers, maybe, but we're not talking about that. Right. We, I mean, listen, the NBA season starts in the 19th. We're going to talk about this more in the coming weeks. But I just, I just had to talk about that because that was, to me, that was the most hilarious thing. Like, I had one more, a boy to talk about. Who? Mr. Kai, you know, Mr. Kyrie Sense. Lord. I'm like what Jamel Hill. I'm like what Jamel Hill said. If you look up and Ted Cruz is on your side, yeah, you're doing you're something wrong. wrong. You're doing something wrong. And it's so weird, right? It's like I stand with Kyrie. It's Andrew like Wiggins. looking at this when Kyrie, Andrew Wiggins, Bradley Beal, like, okay, I get it. Right. I've said this before and I say it again. You don't want to take the vaccine. You should not be forced to take it. But if you're going to be around people, do the measures that people are asking to respect their health, right? Right. My thing is with Kyrie, you keep saying that, you know, you keep trying to be this whole third eye, open space, I'm sage and everything. Kyrie was like, bro, you don't. This virus have taken people out, has taken people out. This is not like anything where it's just like, okay, I'll get sick for a while. And again, I think it's a little bit of that athlete in them. It's like, I'll get sick, but I'll get over it. And then I'll just come around. You get sick. Yeah. 
you can get sick and you may have, you know, access to medicine that normal people have. But this is not talking about players. You're talking about you're being around personnel. You're talking about being around guys who uh, are hourly there. You're talking about being around cleaning crews, security guards, fans, right? Like, you know, most of the people in Brooklyn, you know, don't have the shot. And now you're going to come up here and say like, oh, I feel blah, 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 this, blah, I mean, blah, blah. I was looking at Kyrie as like a I want to ask you a question. Okay. An athlete dies from COVID. Does this change the projector? No. How much? Do, uh, no. I'm because talking about like a star. If, uh, maybe. Not a superstar, but a star. It listen. I'll put, I'll say this because um a dude called it a star in like uh Florida basketball, like Florida Gators basketball star got COVID. Damn near got COVID, damn near died from it, and they still weren't doing anything for it. It would take um it would take a LeBron level star for them to pay attention to it okay, for him to this, die. How about this? How about this? Not a LeBron status, but a Jimmy Butler status. I think people would pay attention, but I still think people would be like, well, you know, it would still I'd still, you know, I don't fully trust it. I'm just like, bruh. I said this before and I said it really, again. Nigga? I said this before I said it again. If anybody should not trust anything the government does, it definitely is black people. Yeah. I don't never understand all of a sudden these white people are just like, I don't trust the government. And we're just like four years ago, y'all was all for the government. Yeah, but you know, it don't benefit them anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not like used to it. But no, but yeah, no. I, I saw that and I like I said. Yeah, I you, hear your opinion on that. When you look up and see, I, but again, it, it would take a, it would take like a top level star to get COVID and so, die so, for so people KD to care. Yeah, people would care. Right. People yeah, would start caring. But it, it would take like that, and it's just like it's, it's hilarious to hear Kyrie talk about how you know he's this, oh, I'm this free thinker and I'm this open space, and you know you gotta think for yourself. He's like, bro, but you're not thinking for yourself. Do people still care about what Kyrie thinks at this point? Like, seriously. Ted Cruz. Uh, apparently, Ted Cruz does. <laughs> Again, the only man I know who looks weirder with a beard than without. He looks like... He does. He looks like he drives a white van in Texas and has can't... Like, make sure when y'all go trick-or-treating, y'all don't go to Ted Cruz's house, kids. This face looks like a, a burnt-up glove. I can't really take it. Or like a melted glove. Or a right. melted person. I just can't take it. He looks like the dude that will say, where's my hug at in high school? You're the type of guy to be like, okay, let's take a picture, a silly one this All time. right, everybody, get together, silly one. I don't know what those Drake memes are coming back up, but they're hilarious. Oh, it's Drake, you know, because Certified Love Boy's out, so, you know, people yeah, are just there. Yeah, no, but they gave him, like, the respect for a long time. Okay, so. all right, okay, that's cool. But no, but yeah, no. The the whole thing with Kyrie and Bradley and everybody was just hilarious to watch it break down. Uh, I think we're coming to that point. No, we're always. It's only two minutes left in the show. No, right? it's not. What? Oh, I talk about that too. But no, <laughs> I was talking about that. We're coming to that point where it's gonna be mandated for him to lose money like that. It will is, be. I, I don't think, think he cares. I don't think he cares. And as far as like the mandated for that, I feel like it eventually it will be. It's going to be hard for like athletes for people to mandate it because once it gets mandated, then people will be like, because people are already talking about, and this would be hilarious. I'm just like, oh my God. 
um, people are already talking about well, it's gonna if once it gets mandated, you know it's gonna be the devil, that Luciferian mark in you if you get it. So that oh, way, yeah, like people. Rapture, yeah. yeah, I'm just like God. Like I promise y'all, I promise y'all, I promise y'all, y'all come back. The Lord gonna look at y'all like who? I was thinking about that too. Though. But no, like if it gets thing. mandated, I feel like once I feel like it's gonna it's gonna be a little bit harder to get mandated now because I think people once it gets mandated, then it's kind of cars like eh. Now you're kind of stepping on people's freedom now to get mandated, yeah. but I feel like it won't be mandated. But I feel like it'll be mandated, but not mandated, it right? Like work. you can't do certain things without it, without having a shot, right? right. Like that, or having a little card or something, right? Because they're already starting to do that now at like events and stadiums where, if it's a closed area state uh, stadium, you have to have like the your card that yeah. says you had the shot, or at least you know a digital copy or something like that, something legit. See, uh, see what I see. I am not currently on that way right now i am getting it though but not yet and whenever mm -hmm. i have that certain problem um i get one off the internet i get a picture of my nuts and i show them those pictures of my nuts first way they ask for her vaccination card time out no no no, no, no. why is your nuts on the internet because <laughs> you got I, something to tell me i like to spread my wealth around i like to share my information it's as okay. much as i can it's okay so yep i got a picture of my nuts right there where it says vaccination I give it to them, and, I'm right <laughs> and then they don't know if it's a picture of some waves, you know, oh, like Lord. a rag on my yeah. ball. <laughs> it's amazing. Lord Jesus. Oh, gosh. Um, okay. Yes, congrats. Oh, by the way, I have to say this because I've been saying it all week. R. Kelly's in jail, guys. Yes. They just got to make sure they find a jail that's like, you know. Listen, the only person upset about R. Kelly going to jail is Bill Cosby. Is Bill, uh, Bill Cosby. No, not really, because Bill's happy he out. It's just the, it's the dude who was in prison who won a prison talent show for like three years in a row. Now you got to come in there and deal with R. Kelly. Yeah, nigga, I hope you ready. <laughs> hope your body's calling, nigga. Hey, how many times you feel like they going to make him do remix to an issue? At least 69 times. They going to make him come in. <laughs> All, all you gonna be hearing, all you gonna be hearing is in the uh, jail says like, seems like you're ready. Seems like you're ready. It's okay. Listen, listen. It's okay. As long as the jail is like fifty yards away from the school, he'll be fine. Well, I think most jails are. They gotta be. You know. They gonna have. They gonna. <laughs> They're gonna make it a bed. They're gonna have candles and everything. They're gonna have a candle. It's gonna be lit. R. Yeah. Kelly's gonna be like, what is happening, guys? He don't talk. <laughs> I know he don't talk. He don't talk. Oh, God. People were upset with me when I said that, too. I'm, and I'll say this no, again. R. Kelly's in jail. Who cares? But we went left. Because, no, no, that's fine. No. This show, we always go left. I mean, it's fine because I kind of ran out of stuff to talk about. Yeah. I ran out of stuff to talk about after, after the basketball. I was just like, I knew I was going to talk about it because I didn't want to wait. Yeah. But it was just funny, cause you know. I agree. I've been saying I'm it on the internet. People, I, I've been saying it on the internet, and everybody was upset. I was like, I "Why?" Mean, it was killing you, folks. I said on Twitter. <laughs> I don't care. As I in this, in this, is this what I walk out on? As I said before, stop acting like R. Kelly did something for the black community except give y'all memories. He gave us a lot more than memories, young man. Oh, I'm sorry. He told us to step in the name of love. He gave us, uh, no, he was the first one to come out the closet successfully. No? Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I get it now. See? Took there me a minute. I know you would, buddy. I know you would. 
Life right now. All right. Well, anyway, we up out of here. This is a great show. Shout out to Fluent Radio for putting me on. Shout out to producer Jeff for putting me on, helping me out on the show. Thank Until you, next Sunday, I am up out of here. Two fingers, deuces. Hey. What the hell is wrong with you people? Every famous nigga that gets arrested is not Nelson Mandela? Yes, the government conspires to put a lot of innocent black men in jail on fallacious charges. But R. Kelly is not one of those men. We all know the nigga can sing. But what happened to standards? What happened to bare minimums? You a fan of R. Kelly? You want to help R. Kelly? Then get some counseling for R. Kelly. And something that we all knew heading into his NBA debut. So again, I'm just confused on how we're this deep into his career and he hasn't even addressed any of them to the point where he could feel confident enough to attempt a layup.